Welcome to Bloomsburg Theatre Ensemble Down Center, a podcast where we feature our company, our people, our art, and our town, front and down center. Hi, this is Elizabeth Dowd, Bloomsburg Theatre Ensemble resident acting company member, and I am in the process of getting ready to direct this holiday season's production of the beloved classic A Christmas Story. And today we have a really special podcast for you. We've invited some of the young actors from past productions of A Christmas Story to reminisce about their memories of being in A Christmas Story in past years. All right. Hello, hello. I am here talking with Luke Saracholu and Levi Fritz, who played Ralphie and Randy in a run of BTE's A Christmas Story. And tell me where you are in your lives now. So why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Luke Saracholu, currently a senior at Central Columbia High School. And Christmas Story was my first theatrical production, my first play ever. I was in fourth grade. And now after... Many more. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it because this production means a lot to me. Wonderful. So I'll hand it off to Levi now. Hi, I'm, I'm Levi Fritz. Uh, right now I'm a sophomore in college. I think that this show was my second, I want to say second show I've done. Uh, it's been a little bit since then. Well, I'm so glad you were both able to make time to talk with us. This play is such a play about nostalgia, about looking back at past Christmases. And so we had the idea that it would be fun to uh, hear your nostalgia around being in A Christmas Story. So, Luke, you mentioned that this was an important production for you. Can you talk more about that? So for me, it was just overall my first time being exposed to theater and what I think is the magic behind putting on live productions of shows. And it meant so much to me because it was when I was introduced to what I think of as my family at Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble. So, you know, I was taken under the wing of Levi. I remember just so many times when we would be off stage together, just messing around in the, in the wings. One time he actually gave me a kiss on the cheek. I don't know why I remember that, but I remember, you know, Ani, our production stage manager, he would always just go like this whenever I had the line Santa Santa to help me remember. <laughs> so she would give you a hand signal off stage? She would do this. And that meant I had Santa Santa. So um, <laughs> it was a great time for me. And my mom just told me about it a week before, I think. And I just had a, just a super quick turnaround to auditions. And it, it went just so smoothly. I, it felt so natural. It felt so right. So that's why it meant a lot to me. And I will always remember it as my first play. It's just fantastic. And I, I really enjoyed the direction. Laurie, I remember, directed it. And Richie played the dad. And it was just, it was so nice. And Sandy was the mom. Sandy was the mom. And I had... And I was probably your Miss Shields, the, the teacher. You were. And Sandy was Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, let me hear from you, Levi. Of course, of course. I feel like it was, I'm this young kid. I couldn't have been past middle school I, I was put into this kind of spotlight position and I, I've been in other plays before but but for it's like Ralphie or BTE's Christmas story and it was this big kind of formative thing for me and I remember it, it was just like something I put some of the most work into in my life up to that point and I learned like theater lessons I learned just general life stuff from the show it hit me right at that point in my life where it, a bunch of life lessons kind of coalesced all at once into that one show. And uh, I really remember it for that. There's a few moments where, uh, you know, 
little little offsides with cast members that I remember all the time. You know, I'm talking with with Sandy about oh, like what's our relationship in this play? You know, I, I haven't really got at, at that point. It's like my first time getting into like character interactions and really making a story happen. So I'm like talking with Sandy and then I'm go over to Richie and I'm like, oh, I'm talking to Richie. And then I go over to Luke and I'm like talking to Luke. So <laughs> that's what I, I remember out of that, that show. That's wonderful. <laughs> it's just so fun to hear it from uh, your points of view. Luke, any memories that you have of the performance uh, aside from Ani coaching you off stage when to say Santa, Santa, which I think is just fantastic because yeah. that's such a tricky section Yeah, <laughs> because you say the same words again and again, but you have to say them right on cue. Yeah. So that's that. I had no idea that that was the offstage solution that she was yeah. giving you like a raise the roof sign. <laughs> uh, any other things that you remember or lessons that you took yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. What I learned the most was to sort of just act as someone else. And I mean, luckily for me, as an energetic kid in fourth grade, Randy isn't too far off of how I live my regular life, you know, just a, an energetic kid looking after his brother and having arguments with his dad. But I have one distinct memory I had. Um, when I came down at the beginning of the second act, all the actors went up to the booth and we all came down to say hi to the mall Santa Claus, which was played by Danny Roth. And, uh, when I was going down, I had gotten distracted in a long conversation in the green room with uh, some of my friends um, that were also in that show. And I came down with one boot on from, from and the booth. Mm -hmm. I was pretty upset about it uh, because I was like, I messed up. But when I went down, I was greeted by this family that was like, you know, don't worry about it. Brush it off. Just pay attention next time. But, I, you know, it's not the biggest deal in the world. And it helped me learn that the show always must go on and that there's always a family behind the scenes, which was really important. Do you have recollections of life in the green room for scenes that you weren't in? What was, yes. what was your green room life like? I would always look at all the books down by there and we would always just open these books to random pages because there's thousands of plays on that wall. And we would just open up random books and, and look at all the, you know, Shakespearean English and just be so confused by everything going on. We used to ask Jim Good about these stories because he told us that he read every single book on the wall. He was lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A few of us were a little skeptical, but I, I believed it. So I kept asking him about plays and I asked Eric Wunsch about it, about all that stuff. And we sometimes we would just hang out in the dressing rooms with all the lights because we thought that was always so cool. So those are the memories I had. How about you, Levi? Anything coming to mind now that you're uh, dipping back into the pool? Yeah, with Green Room, I feel like, you know, I've been there so many times. It, it kind of just like BTE Green Room memories kind of all mush into one. But I do remember it always had this like this vibe, you know, before the show in the Green Room. We're all chilling out. I remember just like little bits and pieces of, of conversations and hype for the show, chill for the show, you know, <laughs> depends. But uh, I, <laughs> you're right, Luke. I totally remember us being like, oh my God, all of the lights in the dressing room are so cool. Let's hang out in the cool spot, which is the dressing room. So <laughs> that's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. I'd be interested to hear since both of you did a number of shows at BTE. Tell me the ones that come to mind. I don't expect you to remember them all, but you might. Well, Levi, do you remember what shows you did? Uh, I think I can name most of them. I did uh, Stinky Cheese Man and I did you know, Christmas story. I did sideways stories from Wayside School. I remember that one. Penguin Pete's Pizza Emporium. And then we did uh, Brothers Grimm. There might be one more, but I think that's it. 
Is that it? I'm going to say that's it. Yeah, we thought if you were going to do any more shows, you probably have to play King Lear just to have some <laughs> kind of challenge. <laughs> How about you, Luke? Um, my first one was a Christmas story, and then I did Penguin Pete's Pizza Emporium. I did the show about Joseph Priestley. Gunpowder Joe. I did a Christmas Carol. I did The Wizard of Oz. I did Charlotte's Web. And I think that might be it. Very nice. I think I think that might be it. And I'd be interested to hear uh, each of you talk about um, what kind of theater you're doing now. For sure. Right now, I'm in uh, Two Gentlemen of Verona, Shakespeare play. It's my first ever Shakespeare play, as well as my first ever college-led production. And it's also the shortest production time I've had for a show. It's not even a whole month. We ranked that show but it's a lot of fun getting my first shakespeare play it's like how am i gonna know all these words and then you know i i was told like well it's it's actually easier than you think it is you know the the words don't get muddied up in their head and it's right i'm getting proof of all these old shakespeare adages of like well it makes sense when it comes to life on stage well, I don't think so. Oh my gosh, it actually makes sense when it's on stage, all that stuff. And it's really fun getting to learn people, my castmates, you know, lives and get to know a new group of people in school. So I'm having a, I'm having a real good time with it. And knowing you as I do, you have the perfect first role for you in Shakespeare. It is such a great role. Tell people who you are playing. That's right. I am Lance, the always depressed, goofy, sideshow character of the show who just loves to almost it's almost a self-parody uh his character and i i do love it a lot it's so fun to just monologue about nonsense for like five minutes and then just leave <laughs> that's excellent <laughs> and luke tell us what you've been up to i'm playing sweeney todd we're going to perform in march we have our first rehearsal this sunday i'm very excited about this role, it's definitely the largest one I've had, but also it's its a very challenging show, especially for a high school level production, simply because of how challenging the plot is. I'm interested to see how it's received by the public, but nevertheless, it's going to be a great time. And it's an operatic musical, which I'm really excited about. Yes, it is. It is absolutely an operatic musical. And now we're going to be joined by Walker Dowd Whipple. Yeah. Hi, Walker. Hi. How much time do you have, Walker? Because I know you're at work. Seven minutes, maybe. Seven minutes. Okay. I guess in full disclosure, we are related. <laughs> uh, Walker is my son. And I was playing Miss Shields and uh, when you were playing Randy. Weren't you also the mother? Was I the mother? Yeah, that you... it was the first time you had played my mother on the show and in real life. Oh, that's right. Because usually I did play. Yes, I was playing your mother. That's right. That's right. I forgot that was the only time, the only year I played the mother character. And you were my son. Oh, I forgot that, Walker. It was the first for me. Was your mother playing your mother? It was mother? the first for me. I think that was also that was the first show, Mom. You and I had ever been in together. I think it was the first our first time acting together, also. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, what memories do you have? I know, as your mother, that there was a long time after that show that you weren't keen on eating oatmeal at home. Oh no, I remember because I had to because we had that it was like cold instant oatmeal. I had to just stick my face in it every single day. So for like years afterward, I could not. It, I just had like a gag reflex. It was even anywhere near oatmeal, I couldn't eating it i just couldn't get it it was just ugh. <laughs> the whole breakfast scene remember was always was always just chaos of having to like eat the oatmeal run back and have like 
a minute or two minutes to run back, get my face cleaned off, get out of my outfit, get my no, get my snowsuit on, and then run back out on stage in time for the rest of the scene to happen. Yeah, that's great. What year was that? Was that two thousand like five, four? I don't know, but I'll look it up and we'll uh, we'll figure out what year you were, Randy. Uh, we were hoping Seth could join us today, but uh, I wasn't able to make contact. When I saw him recently, he said the thing he remembers from you playing Randy was the time that you just sat there and you were kind of bored with, you know, the whole oatmeal scene and you started- Oh, is this when I built the snowman? Yes, you made a snowman yeah. out of oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> the thickness would vary, because they were just like pour hot water, it was cool as time it got to me, but just made this little snowman out of the, out of the, out of the oatmeal and just like looked at him and made a direct eye contact. And I remember him saying, like, he was trying so hard not to break or start cracking up. Yeah, yeah, that uh, is the stuff of legend. People definitely remember the time that they looked over and there was a, oh. a snowman oat made out of oatmeal on your plate. <laughs> Haven't been able to replicate that since, sadly. That's great. I'll try again. Uh, and Walker, have you, done, uh, have you done any theater since you played Randy? I was briefly in the intern project in a rabbit hole, uh, and then I had to the other things. A few years ago, there was a night uh, in Christmas Carol, it was you and my father and, and Mac, our sister, all of us. So for one night, all 40Ws were on stage at one time in one scene. It was the only scene I was in that night. I just came on stage. Y'all came in extra early to do a, a little like one run through rehearsal with me, which was super great. And for that one scene, the Fezziwig party, all the DWs were on stage for one time. Yeah, that was pretty beautiful. That was pretty beautiful. And you were also in Daddy Tightwad. I remember that we were in that yes, together. Yes, yeah, Daddy Tightwad. I directed it. So just one night when I had to fill in for But also Mac was in that too. And then Mac was also in that one night. Yeah, but your dad wasn't. Forget him. <laughs> <laughs> we only achieved all four DWs on one night. So just last thing I want to ask you all is, is there anything that you've taken forward from your BTE experiences? They don't have to necessarily be theatrical. Uh, they can be. Uh, for me, it's kind of the first time I, there was like a big project that a lot of people were working on that I was part of. And I feel like that kind of, it kind of set up what like makes me enjoy happy in life. You know, it kind of set that kind of what I'd strive for. I want to go to that bigger picture kind of group project thing. So it made me happy to join band for my whole middle school high school career and into college as well same thing with chorus and all that stuff it, it really kind of set that interest in the arts from me very early on and i feel like having that it kind of allows me you know i got my saxophone right here i'm in the jazz band at school you know i've, I've already had you know time at the chorus at, at school as well and uh I just love performance arts a lot, and I really thank BTE for that, for sure. Well, you were also a really, really fine uh, young actor, and I'm sure you still are. I wish I could be in your audience. So BTE thanks you, too, for your talent and your time and your humor and grace. Uh, Luke, how about you? Um, I would have to say my entire pre-show ritual and my whole sort of realization and presence on stage was learned all from BTE. I remember. One time in The Wizard of Oz, I had a scene with you, Elizabeth, and I was, I was a monkey. And one time I was, you know, interacting with the audience less than I was with you. And the next day, before the show started, you were like, during the scene, it's okay to have fun, but don't forget about the actual acting that has to be done. And it was a conversation that still stuck with me today about just learning how to, you know, be a character, but also just 
staying present and keeping your roots connected to the floor and, you know, breathing in and breathing out. And that has meant so much for me um, because it, it works when I'm auditioning for things, but it also works when I'm nervous in everyday life situations. So that has been a really useful tactic that I give all credit to BTE for. That's great. That's so good to hear. Very sweet. I remember that. And I also remember you doing something so cool one night. I can't remember now what it was, but I just remember you found something. It was one of those moments when you see an actor like try something for the first time and it totally works. And actor to actor sharing that joy. It's just been a great way to like communicate with others and learn. I've learned so much. Well, again, we are grateful to both of you for your time. It looks like Walker had to get back to work. Uh, Walker was calling in from Los Angeles where he lives and works. And Luke is at Central Columbia High School where you can see him as Sweeney Todd in Sweeney Todd. Levi Fritz is at Ursinus University and he is performing in the role of, you You say Lance or Lance? We we say Lance, but Lance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Lance in Two Gentlemen of Verona, and that's coming up this weekend, right? That's right. How I wish I could be in your audience. I would love to, but I'm going to be performing in Twelfth Night down at River Stage. So we'll both be doing Shakespeare. That's right, Shakespeare weekend. So we'll send good Shakespeare vibes to each other. <laughs> so thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for all the memories that I have of each of you and that you have of BTE. And I expect that I'll sit in your audience many more times in my life. Thank you so much. Uh, That's really sweet. I can't wait to get back to Bloomsburg, catch another our show from BTE. I really, really enjoyed Grand Horizons. I remember seeing that on my on my way back last summer, and I was just it's like I'm home. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't I can't wait to come and see what you on stage, of course, and of and the whole BTE family again. So. Yeah. Well, we are a family and it's true. And it sounds like the big lesson that you all took from your early experiences at BTE is the power that theater offers to connect to something bigger than you could ever do yourself. And the kind of adrenaline rush and joy that you get from creating something with other people. You become a pack animal. Yes. True. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you both. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye-bye. This has been Bloomsburg Theatre Ensemble Down Center, ensemble-driven professional theater, arts education, rural Pennsylvania, for everyone, with everyone. We'd like to thank the Foundation of the Chamber of Commerce for the use of the equipment that makes recording this podcast possible. Check out our website, www.bte.org, for show information and to purchase tickets. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram to get the most up-to-date information about what's happening at BTE. Tickets for A Christmas Story are on sale now. Ho, ho, ho.